0: Corniche the front runner at the 200 metres grabbed by Barber. Little Bros the outside. It is Barber, Corniche kicking back and out wide. Little Bros Barber just in front from Little Bros as they reach the line and it's going to be Barber. Barber from Little Bros and then a photo between Corniche and Brave Halo. Back behind those horses then was Amigo and next to Clock in Fire Follower and Gangitano. Next behind those horses uh, in the back half then was Peerless Lad in company then with... uh, at the end, Goods, and also back there with those horses, some people call
1: me, and Tara Bo. He hasn't put a foot wrong, Barbara, and the record shows that now. Three starts, three wins. Uh, that win in the Golden Gift uh, late last year was electric, that big finish from near enough to last. But yesterday, uh, jumping well and right on speed and uh, a gritty performance. Vin Cox was with us last week. We may as well book him in for a spot every week, the way things are going. He's joining us again, but we're glad to have him on the air. Good morning, Vin.
0: Oh, good morning, David. Look, it's uh, very good to come on the radio with you guys because it usually correlates with a fairly uh, solid Saturday the day before.
1: And that's exactly what it was. I was just saying with Barber, he hasn't put a foot wrong, has he? And uh, we've sort of seen his versatility down because in, in the Golden Gift, he gave them a long start, that booming finish, but yesterday on speed and courageous to the line.
0: Yeah, what you say is exactly right. He travelled beautifully for Jamie Carr and uh, that big, long straight. Wow. Um, it's a long way. And then mm. um, even Jamie can see that she got there a bit soon. But uh, what she also said was that uh, you know, while other horses were coming at him, um, there were still another couple of gears under the bonnet. So uh, all goes well for um, a couple of weeks' time in the Blue Diamond and it um, uh, looks like we're going to have a fairly solid hand in the Blue Diamond.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Your Monday morning meeting should be an interesting one at Godolphin Vin for lots of reasons. Um, but you've got all sorts of two-year-olds to make decisions with. Obviously, Barber exploring one well yesterday, Car, we remember, even Amur, and, and they had some others as well. So you just sport for choice with some of these two-year-olds, aren't you? Oh, yeah, we're in a very strong position,
0: and um, those three. I can't see any reason why we wouldn't go forward with with the three of them into the Blue Diamond. Uh, there's only limited opportunities at Group One level, particularly at two-year-olds, and um, they're 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 very forward, precocious types. So um, it's good for the business. It's good for the brand if uh, if we can knock the race off.
1: Yeah, exactly right. Uh, from Godolphin's point of view, and and you often do uh, target the Blue Diamond. What's the rationale? Uh, is, does it depend on the individual horse, whether you say, well, say a horse wins the Blue Diamond, about going to the Golden Slipper?
0: Um, well, you always have that race um, in the back of your mind, What's well, in the back of your mind, in the forefront of your mind, that um, if they're up and ready to go, um, you go to the Blue Diamond and if, for whatever reason, you have to zig or zag, um, then you can. and and, and, the, and the Golden Slipper very much comes on the radar. And we have, over the last few years, uh, run horses in both races, and um, while we not in Seapoy, we won the two of them. But um, uh, but uh, yeah, they've been the horses that have come out of the Blue Diamond into the Golden Super have been quite competitive. So um, like I said, like I said earlier, you've got to take your chances when they're there, and uh, Group One race at two is not to be sneezed at. So
2: if they're up and going, let's go. Do you feel Vin? Yesterday was a day, and I made this remark at the outset of the show that we sort of been waiting for a two-year-old, I guess to really stand up, and there was a few of them yesterday. Obviously, Barber, John O'Shea's horse in the first um, in Sydney, um, the Millennium winner as well. It was was a day that we sort of learnt more about, I suppose, the pecking order of two-year-olds. And do you feel Barber's right at the top of that? I don't think there's any doubt he's,
0: he's well and truly at the top of that. Uh, you yeah, it's the pointy end of the two year old season now. So, uh, that's when the form starts to, to consolidate. And, uh, Barbara, he's three for three. He can't do any more. Um, the Philly, um, learning to fly, I thought she was quite outstanding. Uh, exploring our own Philly, just a brilliant Philly that led him up and, uh, kicked away and held on very, very strongly. I thought that was a, a huge performance as well. So, and, and to your point, John O'Shea's, and um, he was he was quite dynamic. I thought we had it won with Remedies and boom. Uh, you know, we, we, we rode our filly to, to try and beat the odds-on favourite, the red-hot favourite, and uh, we did that comfortably enough, but uh, we weren't, weren't, weren't accounting for that late finish of, 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 of John's horse.
1: Barber's now $5 favourite on tab to, to win the Blue Diamond in a fortnight's time. He ran three ninety nine. exploring a race later, running three forty nine. Quicker time. Yeah, but um,
0: that that shows something. I mean, she she did win very very well. Mm. Uh, You know, it's hard to do it at both ends, uh, and particularly with that very long straight at Sandown, uh, it adds you know a real merit to a win and and the time as well. So, um, yeah, we're as excited about exploring as we are as we are Barber and Zulfika.
1: Let's turn the focus to Royal Randwick. Adamo did what we expect him to do: win. He's now won twelve from twenty-two. He's got this fantastic black-type record and, well, uh, he did everything required. It was a race devoid of, of natural speed and McDonald got him out well, put him into a perfect spot and, if you were right, it was a pretty painless watch.
0: Um, yeah, I wouldn't say painless. You're always nervous with a horse like that and, um, you, know, we, we, you know, as everyone did, there wasn't going to be a lot of pace on and uh, so James, James had to really take up a position and, um, you know, put the race to bed. Fairly early in the straight, which was which was great. Um, you know, I think the horse certainly races better when he can when he can cam off him a bit further, say so three pairs back, and and there's good genuine solid pace on. That's when he's at his dynamic best. So, hopefully that comes um, uh, later in the campaign. Uh, but it's exciting to have him back and, and in fine form and and winning
2: as he did yesterday. Where does he sit then in terms of Godolphin's? best horses really in history. I saw Ray Thomas in the Daily Telegraph reeled off some stats yesterday about sort of, you know, the statistical side of things, where he sits. But, I mean, is he, in terms of what he's done, is he, is he right up there with Godolphin's very best worldwide of all time almost? Yeah, well, he's he's won the most Group One races
0: of any Godolphin uh, Dar- slash Darley owned Sheikh Mohammed owned horse ever. Um, so that's quite a significant achievement, and for Godolphin Australia to produce a horse of that caliber is, um, is you know we're, we're obviously very proud of that. Um, in terms of prize money won, he's sitting around third or fourth, I think. Um, so he's he's gradually climbing the ladder, and 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 obviously, and fingers crossed, the story's not over yet.
1: The 4 start autumn campaign culminates in the Queen Elizabeth during the championships. It's also been floated in, in this morning's uh, on RaceNet and in the Daily Telegraph uh, a possible swan song or a farewell at Royal Ascot. How strong is that? Is that that notion?
0: Oh, if he's winning like he is yesterday, like he did yesterday, he'll be on the plane. Um, it's something we'd really like to do. Uh, it would cap off his career. It, it validates uh what we think of the horse um, here in Australia, uh if he could go over there and perform very well, uh, it'll add value to to him as a stallion prospect in that it opens up uh the northern hemisphere um stallion season, uh breeding season for him. So uh there's a there's a few things that, that can really work for us and uh it's something we're very serious about doing and uh hopefully we can we can we can get on the plane.
2: That'll be a great, great moment for Aussie racing fancies, I'd like to get on that plane too, Vin, just quietly. I don't know if Shane Muhammad's got a few spare shekels he can get me on that plane. That'll be the trip of a lifetime. But in all seriousness, uh, in secret, in the light fingers, uh, she was good, uh, wasn't she? And, and what's the autumn hold for her? Uh, look, she's a, an outstanding
0: filly. She's um, you know, she's only been beaten twice and, and, and both both races you could argue that she should have or could have won um, we will go to the uh, uh, the surround states group one in a couple of weeks time over 1400 metres at Randwick, and then down to Melbourne for the new market is the plan at this stage but uh, she looks like an elite filly and um, we're, we're very thankful we've got her and we bought her at Magic Millions for, for a fair bit of money That she's um, what we gave
1: for is looking looking cheap there I say it these days. Yeah I think she bought about $900,000 was not she?
0: Yes, she was. And I should shout out to, to good mate Kelly Shwita. He was the underbitter on her. And every time I see him, he reminds me. So.
1: He, <laughs> reminds, feel, everyone. he yeah. reminds everyone. He reminds everyone. Just one little note of concern within secret. And actually, our form analyst, Brad Davidson, mentioned this yesterday when we were talking about the meeting. She had two barrier trials leading into yesterday. And she hadn't been well away in either trial. And I noticed yesterday, in fact, everyone would have noticed that she missed the start Again, yesterday is that a bit concerning?
0: Yeah, it is no doubt, and particularly you know, when you're getting into these these elite sprint races like a new market, uh, you can't afford to be jibbing the start, and and she is noticeably doing it. Uh, we think that it's probably a, a, as a result of. Um, coming out of the, the barriers in the Coolmore at Flemington when she got smashed coming out of the barriers and, but still managed to win the race. So whether she's just a little gun-shy, um, hopefully we can we can um, get her over it. But, yes, no, it's, it's not ideal.
1: Well, I think you had 13, star- 13 starters at Ramwick and, and Sandown yesterday. You won four for black-tie braces, ones that really counted, and several placings as well. So a good day at the office. Always appreciate your time, mate. Thank you.
0: No worries, lad. It was good to chat.